Okay, greetings. Welcome to the uh, POP Podcast. This is your boy, Carlos D. And this is your girl, Christy. Oh, Christy. I like that name. Thank you. My mom gave it to me. Uh, Well, we're here. This is the first time out trying something new. You know, don't know how it's going to go. You can tell probably from this horrible audio quality and the um, logo that I made that we are not professionals. (laughs) Uh, Well, you know, we just want to try to do something fun. Just, you know, do something different. So we decided to start the POP Podcast. What does POP mean for the people? Platonic Life Partners. I can't take credit for that name. I have to give it all to Carlos. Uh, But we're taping live here in Silver Spring, Maryland. And we're both just excited to be here. Kind of got some nervous energy going on, but we'll see what happens. Definitely sipping a little something to make us uh, calm down a little bit. Um, but yeah, we, yeah, POP, Platonic Life Partners, we have dedicated our lives to each other <laughs> in a totally friendly, non-romantic way. So that in case we, um, you know, we, we'll, we will meet partners that we'll love for the rest of our lives. But if we don't, we'll have people to take care of ourselves. Um, and also to differentiate me from um, her other fake male best friend, uh, who we will not name, <laughs> who was my arch rival. There's room in my life for two male best friends. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if that's true or not true. Um, yeah, so like I said, we just decided, decided to do this because we just wanted to try to find a way to spend more time together. And when we do get together, we just talk about a lot of random, uh, goofy stuff. Um, so why not do it, you know, in a public setting? Who cares? Yeah, so, and it's just funny. I wish we would have thought of this a long time ago because we've definitely had some interesting conversations, you know, randomly over the last couple of years that would have made for great uh, podcast material. So, um, I've never done a podcast before. Neither have you, right? No, I have. I mean, I haven't had my own podcast, but as you know, uh, shout out to my boy, Triple uh, D, Off the Clock Podcast. You can also find on SoundCloud, uh, iTunes, and a whole host of things. Um, That's another reason why I kind of got into this. He has a podcast that he let me come on a couple of times that is very fun. Um, So, you know, I'm biting him a little bit and just kind of trying it out for uh, myself. Yeah, I started following him on SoundCloud. I think he posted a new podcast the other day i got an alert about it i need to catch up on that G. check it out okay and it's not G. because um he smokes weed every day he does not smoke weed <laughs> he just really likes little warren g i'm not warren g i'm sorry nate dog but shout out to my boy triple d uh yeah this what's up so yeah so let's see we're gonna see what happens what comes from this um so i guess i guess we should probably talk about how we not only became uh platonic life partners uh, but how we became friends in general. Um, so I'm going to let Christy start, uh, which is probably not going to be the truth. And then I'll That's follow up with the real truth and let you guys know what already happened. So as you all know, I will start with the truth uh, of how Carlos and I met. So I don't remember the year. I, let me just start out. I'm not really good with memory. I already start with the lies. Already <laughs> dates lying, and man. all that stuff. But I think we were, I was toward the end of my what junior or senior year in college i could be lying no it was probably. like no senior okay I, either i was a senior in college or had just graduated just out on my own job and i used to blog a lot on a blog called zanga and carlos was somebody that i followed 
and he followed me too. So we would comment on each other's blogs, just back and forth randomly. And I honestly don't remember how we agreed that we would meet up in person, but I want to say that uh, you were the one who uh, invited me out. So our first outing... Women and lies. It's just something about you guys can't tell the truth, and I don't know why. And, and I don't think that we talked on the phone before we actually met. I think it was all like Zanga. We, we might have talked on the phone. I feel like we had to talk on the phone. I mean, I know... I mean, this was like... Um, you know, now people only text and stuff like this, but this was over 10 years ago, so I think we were still... In a phone talking phase, but I, I ain't not say. Maybe, yeah, I don't remember all that. I don't have the best memory, but our first date, if you want to call was it, it a that, date? do we? Oh, see, date? you starting already. <laughs> see, that's another, that's another issue right I'm there. Just saying, man. All right, no, I'll get to that part. Was our, was so the first time date. that we met, mm-hmm. we went to Maggiano's in Chevy Chase. Yeah, we did, yeah. Um, I was living, I guess, in Baltimore, so I drove down to Chevy Chase. I beat. Carlos to the restaurant and I checked in I sat down on the bench and I was just waiting for him to come in and then he comes in I see him he's got on a hat he always wears a hat we gave each other a hug and love at first sight uh yeah it was just (laughs) it was just I don't know I guess good to see him in person I honestly thought he was a really good writer he kept me entertained on his blogs something intriguing about him so i'm glad that we um met in person and then next thing you know we're dating in a relationship i think we went to like a park in baltimore we went to what the i don't know we did a lot of stuff we went to what is the name of the park some random park in gunpowder state falls uh we did that yeah. yeah that's one thing i remember and then i uprooted my life and i moved to new jersey that was the end of that, so. And we ended our relationship soon thereafter because Carlos didn't call me for like 20 days straight <laughs> while I lived out of state and he it didn't pick up the petty. phone not it one so time. Petty. She I don't literally even... sent me a text that says, you have not initiated contact in over 24 straight days. <laughs> and I was like, wow, man, this is some petty stuff. But you didn't. For whatever reason, whoever we don't, uh, I don't remember what the root cause of it was, but I, I, we, I was shocked up to young um, yeah. and not really ready for a super long distance relationship. Yeah. And then we like went from um, it was like pretty quick. We went from you know going out the first time to like within a couple of weeks or maybe even a month, month and a half, you already moved into another state. So that was always. I mean, that's just tough. Yeah, yeah, for we didn't anybody, know each other, especially we didn't know each other that well. And it, and I think that that move was already kind of in the works. Um, to like move out of state and get a new job. But anyway, you did come up and visit me here and there. Every other weekend yeah, for several months. It was not every other weekend. It cost me several hundred oh, dollars, but count- she doesn't appear. She doesn't care. You're counting. Tolls, your- money. You're counting dollars now. Come on money, now. gas. We were investing. Wear and tail my car. Love and friendship. And you still have that car to this day, and to it has served day. you very well. I know. I thought I stopped dating you. I put a lot less miles on it. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, that's pretty much what I remember. We broke up, and then I moved back to Maryland, and then... All right, we don't need our entire history of it I know, but I'm just saying. We lost. We were in and out of contact yeah, over for the several years. years. I stopped talking to you for several years because you sold my Nip Tuck CD. I mean, my Nip Tuck DVD, season two. Never got to finish the rest of the show. Yes. You never know how I finished because you were so petty. You sold it to a Chinese man, I believe. Whatever. For $20. That's mm. not how it happened. Mm, we'll see. 
But right. anyway, the, the real story is, I, I, you know, before everybody was a podcast, it was a big thing. Blogs were a big thing. I feel like everybody had a blog. Of course, I had one of the most popular blogs in all of the history of Zanga. Um, you know, of course, I was witty, funny. I had a picture up to myself. So, you know, they could tell I was good looking. And all the honeys was checking for me, including Christy. So she uh, pretty much. You are so modest. I know. I know. You know, when you are like as special as I am, you know, you can just be chill. But also, you know, you know that you are a nice person and also very fantastic. But you also are humble. And that's real, the, the real beauty of it all. It's like you a <laughs> humble dude, even though you know you got a lot going for you. Uh, so, yeah, you, she was checking for me. She was like, oh, dang, who is this fine gentleman? He's funny. He's hilarious. He got all the uh, things that make, you know, girls excited. So she, of course, hit me up out of nowhere like, hey, man, I'm checking for you. I want to take you out on Did a date. Did not happen. She wanted to take me out on a date. Did not happen. So I just said, you know, I'm a humble type of guy, and I end up letting it, letting it happen. The rest she kind of told was the truth. I wish I could go back and find this anger. <laughs> to I find still the got truth. my zangas with, with the comments, all the comments and who introduced who. I got to go back and look at uh-huh, them. But you, you, know you abandoned the site. I got to go. I know. I seriously, before they was shutting it down, um, I put like three years into that blog, uh, and I put a lot of posts. I mean, I had hundreds of posts. So. Do you ever go back and read them? No, but they're on my computer. Um, but yeah, uh, so we we can we can definitely do the research, fact chats, and let everybody know what the real deal. If we do have episode two. That you was checking for me, um, you started flirting with me, and then you just wanted to get at the get at okay, your boy, you know. Right. Exaggeration. It's not nothing weird. That's you know that's been my story my whole life, and you know I just try to stay humble and just stay you know <laughs> low key and not let it go to my head and get like a big head about it. So that's definitely how we met, and we did have like a long history. Um, living in different places, uh, we would reconnect, get back together, reconnect, stop talking. Um, but we always, you know, at least for the last, what's it, like 11, 12 years, found a way to get back to each other. Over the last couple of years, we really have tried to make a dedicated effort to stay talking, stay involved with each other, and just, you know, be a support system for each other, even though she dumped me again when we went on a trip one time and didn't talk to me for three months. And only because my life was in danger and I was going to somewhere sketchy and scary, what are you talking I had to reach about? back out to you. Middle time I was going to that party. Oh yeah, that's a whole. <laughs> and I had a text and I was like, oh, that's a whole I went to this story. party. I've apologized for my transgression, sure. but you know, like Carlos said, we've had a lot of back and forth, and I think the last time we stopped, well, the time before the last time we ended up reconnecting because you reached out when I graduated and we from, had dinner uh, the second time from uh, mess for you yeah oh yeah we went to um Olive yeah, Garden, we to Olive on, Garden. The, on the um, gift card on yeah. the gift card that I got her okay yep yep in Columbia we met up I think I still have a picture somewhere of the day that we anyway so yeah we did that and then since then I had on a yellow shirt I had on a yellow shirt since then we've been in touch we started like a little dining club thing Oh, the Fine Diners Club, yes. The, the FDC. Only uh, two members. Carlos, again, I won chose that, the name. I won, that, um, I won that competition, too. It was a Baltimore <laughs> versus D.C. who had the best restaurants. Yeah. And, of course, I won every single you time. You had some good picks. You had some good picks. D.C. is just a better city than Baltimore. No hate on Baltimore. But I mean, it's just I'm the not, truth. you know, I'm not from Baltimore. Now that you abandoned Baltimore, moved to Silver Spring. Baltimore is a good city. You hate Baltimore. Haven't been I, back since. Whatever, whatever. Your so-called other best friend lives in that area, and I see why you never went back because you don't want to be associated <laughs> oh, with that gentleman. No, and neither do I. Not at all. You don't even know him. You don't mm, even know. I will never meet him. Even yeah. though I will be your plus one at his wedding. Of right. course, you would be. Of course, of course. 
But anywho, so that's how we met. That reminds me of a Martin episode when Gina and Martin were um, going back and forth about the first time they met and like everybody had a different version. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, Gina was, was telling, show, so Gina was telling the truth as usual, as women Gina always was do. Yeah, Martin was a nerdy dude. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Martin. That's another thing that keeps us connected. We love Martin. Yes. Uh, big Martin fans. And we both are kind of, I think, loners a little bit. Like, well, that's a Scorpio in us. Yeah, that's a Scorpio in us. We like to be alone with ourselves. But if there's anybody that I, well, I won't say that. But we anybody do. that you want to spend time with is me. You can admit it. I'll, like, don't be shy about stuff like that. It's like we anyway. both know I'm a fantastic individual, and you know. I'm just somebody that people want to be around and hangs out with and have a good time with. I'm the Your life of the party. Your modesty is just shining through. I know. Today. I'm a humble dude. I just... I'm just a humble kind of guy. <laughs> I don't know why. It's just, I guess that's just the way I was raised. My mom's just raised me right to be a humble, kind of humble gentleman. And that's just the way, you know, I've been carrying those qualities the rest of my life. Hey, so we kind of scratched out a little outline here and, um, you know, just we're beginners. And so we were talking about firsts first experiences together so the last time we hung out was what friday yeah so we you know this is our first podcast we talked about our first meeting at magiano's um so we did a new a new first well not a first for me but a first for uh christy um there's a quick backstory me and my friends we love a good deal uh we don't like to pay for anything including drinks or going into establishments <laughs> so there is a local and so this is the story of uh christy's first time at a strip club uh, there's a local club here in D.C. that we go to. Me and my friends go to almost every Friday because they have an open bar from 6 to 9 and there's no cover charge to get in. It's the best happy hour in D.C. The only problem is that you got to drive a car to get to it. So that may limit your drinks kind of. Didn't limit me at all. I still had a bunch of drinks. I was a designated driver. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, no, no, I, I still wasn't. Drove the car. <laughs> I had the designated car, she but I didn't car, drive. She didn't drive. Um, so this is so we're going to just quick little recap as as far as uh, Chrissy's first time in a strip club, what she felt about it, uh, and everything associated with that. Well, before we get started with that, let me back up. So my first time at a place where people were stripping was in college. It was this place in Baltimore on Charles Street. I don't even think it was a legit strip club, but we went and people were taking their clothes off. And was I, it male or female? There were males and females there. You know, I used to be a male stripper, right? Okay. And see, there are like so you many different things. You probably saw me because when I was in college, I was a male stripper. And like just by you talking, there are like so many different episodes and ways that we can go just off of this initial podcast so that's a story that carlos consistently tells me that he used to be a male stripper i don't believe him uh but he does have nice shoulders for it so yes, it could be true shoulders is true <laughs> so anyway my experience at the baltimore strip club was not great i thought it was disgusting I hadn't been back until this past Friday. You know, I knew about this good deal at the place in D.C. So Did you know about a good deal? You told me about it. <laughs> exactly. I knew, I knew about it from you. You're trying you. to make sure she made up. Look at her just always trying to change the truth to something I else. I am not. I like, she about- just happily know about this, this random deal when we clearly talked about it a thousand times. And the only reason she wins is because I said, I, hello, do you want to who's telling this story? Oh, my father. So the, so the story is, Carlos hit me up like, hey... 
um, I'm doing the strip club this Friday, but I need a ride. Or can you take me there? And I was like, for what? Like, what's going I'm scheming, on? Man. And so he was scheming. He didn't want to drive his own car. A point B, he didn't want to lose his parking space because it's like 10 I parking spaces. Yeah. You do not. I'm not okay. a rough neighborhood in terms of danger, but in rough in terms of parking. It's overpopulated. Anyway, so I was like, no, I'm not giving you no ride to the strip club. You know, I'm not going just because you need a ride. But then I hey. thought about it because I was like, I want to go. Like, let me just go. So we went, and when we first got in there, like, there was a girl on the stage, and she had on a bikini. And so, like, she's just dancing. We order our drinks or whatever. I got, what, a vodka soda? You got, we got vodka, vodka sodas. Soda, yeah. I didn't, I've never had one of those before. I didn't know it's they the were that sour. It's the same vodka tonic. It's not. Vodka it's tonics are thing. sweeter. Vodka tonics are sweeter. I feel like vodka, people always, like, get into this little thing about vodka soda versus vodka tonic, but I think it's the same drink to me. It's not, because I was just like, ugh, I oh, didn't like it. Oh, it's tonic. Tonic is just water, right? Uh, and club soda is just like carbonated water. But I think, I feel like. There's no the, sugar in it. The tonic is, tastes sweeter. You think sweeter. the tonic is sweeter? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. maybe. I don't know. I don't. I always get vodka soda just because I'm trying to watch my weight and there's no um, extra sugar in it. Unlike the peach Ciroc we are sipping on. Don't be saying uh, that. Don't uh, say that. We didn't, edit not that out. Us. Unlike the beverage we're sipping on tonight. Anyway, so didn't like my drink, but we're sitting there and I wanted to go because I wanted to go out and watch the game. So the Wizards, this was like game what this six. Game six, yeah. Um, playing the Celtics. They so I was like, I wanna the watch way. the game. They yeah, well they, they won that game, but they lost it to the series. They lost last night. Oh, the worst. So anyway, in the club, whatever, the girl's doing her thing on the stage and I'm still like warming up to the environment or whatever. And so the first girl didn't get she she didn't take anything off right the girl the first girl didn't take anything off so she goes back and they're like calling people like hey miss uh deja perez <laughs> come to the stage and so i'm asking carlos like hey like is this like players club when they call up the stripper's name to the stage and he was like yeah you know it's just like that so like literally they're calling girls to the stage so the next girl came out she had on clothes or whatever and then she's dancing next thing i know she takes her bottoms off and I was like oh my god I was like why is she I don't I just didn't. Yo, that was my I first didn't. hilarious thing of the night because she was like <laughs> she took her clothes off I was like well they are strippers <laughs> I guess she wasn't used to saying like a, and this is a, a podcast with women or so a vagina uh, like uh, she, I guess she didn't think they would take all their clothes off or just yeah. because the first girl only, I guess because yeah, the first so the girl, first girl, girl didn't take idea. them off. I'm like, oh, okay, like they don't do that. But they I was just saying the, the first girl didn't take anything off because she was well, nobody was nobody was there. Like nobody was tipping but when then, she was up on the stage. But she came out later. She did come out later and, and she took everything. Off. But all right, I'm sorry to interrupt you. But you said yeah. so she took it off so and it was she, shocking. So to I you. was very shocked by what I saw and I just like couldn't. I like I didn't want to look because I'm like, but I knew where I was. But I was just like I couldn't believe it for some reason reason which was really weird so the night goes on the game goes on we're ordering drinks and i started to like relax a little bit um the dancers started coming out you know everybody was taking their clothes off or whatever um and they were doing some very um acrobatic acts on those poles or whatever you want to call them they were sw sliding them down the poles doing flips like swinging from them like monkey bars <laughs> like this one girl the thing that impressed me most was a girl that was came out dressed first and then she came out last before we left. The same girl that you and she Miss was like Isis. swinging. She's the best, yeah. yeah, you said you said that she was the best. She was the best like stripper there that I saw. Like she was doing something where she was swinging back and forth so fast, like she was on the monkey bars, mm -hmm. and um, so whatever you know was 
I had fun to be honest. So you gave me what five dollars? Oh yeah. So that was another funny part. I was like, uh, she was afraid to. Uh, like normally, I'll be honest. I don't really go. I don't really tip when I go there because I'm not really there for that. I'm just there for the free, free drinks. drinks. Hey, but you, you know, tipped the no bartenders though. So. Well, I tip the yeah, so I'm giving some money back when a bartender tip uh, pay out. Um, not pay out when they give me a drink, I give them a buck. I actually probably have tipped the bartenders and also the bathroom attendant more than I've tipped any stripper in that entire. You club. have to tip the bathroom. You don't attendant? have to tip them, and I normally hate bathroom attendants. What do they do? What does he? Nothing really. Like you know, they turn the water on for you. They put soap in your hands. I'd be like, no, I got it. They dry your hands. I mean, you don't have to tip them. It's like a courtesy. But I really like this guy, man. So we, we've been going there for like the last couple of years, and he got four kids. He got a whole oh, thing going on. Okay. But it's weird that I would tip him every time I go to the bathroom and I'm going two or three times. But it's only like a dollar or two. But I almost never tip any of the strippers. You got to support the women. And that's one thing. I'm not going to say that, like, okay, maybe I will say it. Maybe I did have, like, some type of thought or prejudice against strippers or, you know, maybe... Didn't. Why do you think that? I don't... I Because, it, like, because you, I'm like, well, why do you have to take your clothes off and dance for people? But... Like you're making money, you're doing some great tricks up there on the pole, I'm you, and I'm you, a lot of them are people moms. I told you, you moms, see how many C-section scars we send that trip. I saw one C-section you, scar. You saw more than one. You, watch, only, you don't be looking. You got to examine, man. Every, yeah, he was every stripper so he is a mom. So he was critiquing the bodies, and talking about the breasts the and stuff. So that was one no, where her one girl was just super skinny. One girl was super skinny, uh, like myself. Slim girls matter. But you have big boobs, so don't try to act like you ain't uh, could be a stripper if you wanted to be one. Um, I'm gonna try to recruit you. Okay, no. I still got some connects from my days as a stripper. So freaking, there was one girl. Freaking reeking was my name. There was one girl. She was skinny, but she, you know, whatever. She was skinny, but she got like two dollars. Oh yeah. Yeah, she and only got enough. two dollars. That's what it's like. That's another thing. It is not, you know, the general. I guess how it is normally at, at the club. But it's because we go during six and nine. Like I, I think I've been there past ten o'clock. Because once the open bar leaves, I'm on to the next you know place to get my drinks. So it's just that the crowd is different during that time of day. The people who really got the money, they not really out of the strip club yet. But you do feel bad because the girl already did you know shake it up there for about a good ten minutes and got like a buck or two. Yeah, and she was working. Yeah, she sad. was working hard. She was not working at all. She hard, did. Though. She no, okay. I'm sorry. Well, what was also interesting to me is like the strippers seem or the exotic dancers seem dis some of them seem disconnected from what they were doing because you asked me like could I strip mm -hmm. could I mentally separate Be myself from yeah, yeah could I, and I was like yeah I think I could do it because some of them were just looking like just bored just like twerking but and like that's bored. another thing why you don't want to tip them because like but, Miss Ice that's just like Miss, Miss Ice is one of the strippers she always seemed like she enjoying herself she, she happy did. And is it fake or not fake? It don't really matter. It's just a point that a part of the going to a strip club is that you're selling the fantasy to dudes. You know, your old the ladies. Cause there oh, was a lot of ladies there too. A lot auntie of was auntie, there. Your, your auntie <laughs> was there um, from the retirement center. And uh, so a part of it is selling the fantasy. So if you up there, you looking bored or disinterested, why would I want to spend money on you just because you happen to be naked? Like it's like the same thing I always say, like girls and like uh, blowjobs, right? Mm -hmm. Like. A part of blowjob is, of course, a blowjob will feel good, but also a part of it is that you're willing to do it to please your partner. So if you're doing it like lackluster or half-ass, I mean, it still might feel good, but I'm not going to really be as into it as if you like pretend like you actually like it, even if you don't, even if you hate it. So be happy. You chose this <laughs> don't job. Don't worry. Don't be worry. happy. Yeah. But I'm saying you chose this job. You chose this profession. At least, like, get get actively involved, and if you're gonna be a stripper, then be you know be energetic, be be energized, be happy, smile, you know, wink, flirt, whatever. 
But just if you up there bored and I can you know you wish you were somewhere else, why would I be motivated to tip you? Yeah, so that was one thing that I noticed. But overall, you know, this is a profession that you know works well for um, some people, and I have nothing but respect. It's the very PC for them. world we live in now. So. I, I mean, okay, not like... No, okay, it's okay. No, if you respect them, it's fine. You can respect... I, I respect everybody with any job they do as long as they're not hurting nobody else. That's and correct. Them, and they're they serving a form of entertainment. And, you know, what's the harm in looking at a woman's body and dancing naked? Like, it's, there are lots of worse things in the world, especially in this era of who of what we live in and who's sitting in office but that's a whole no, that's, we're not even going no, we're not no, even don't going get me there fired from my real job please um, that's correct that's correct let's, let's stay off that topic please I, I'm, just, I'm just doing this for fun we're not getting paid for this we're not getting serious we're not getting no we're money not raising so nobody's blood doing pressure that and then I get laid off and then I'm gonna become living in here with you so and it's kind of hotness for a place right now I got the ceiling fan on oh, you alright um, but yeah, so that, so anything else? Whatever, whatever takeaways you get. A, a couple of mine is that you were shocked <laughs> when they actually got naked. That was funny to me that you was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe like she's naked." Um, you were afraid to tip the girl the money. I, I gave you the money. You were like, "No, I don't want to go." But I went up there and I did it and I put it on my hand, y'all. Like I put it on my hand and I like oh you did, did it you like made, that. You made that five dollars rain, rain on. <laughs> but at first when she was up there, she her butt was to the crowd and I was like, "I'm not putting you the money on her butt." The butt. And then so you waited till she turned over. Yeah, she turned around, but I felt like I, I was just looking at her face. Like okay, I so couldn't just, see like, nothing. Eye contact. Yeah, and it was nobody. And I think it was another woman or somebody up there next to me so I wasn't the only one up there but I was I was scared but I did it I had my strip club experience that's what people I would definitely go, would you back. go back again so oh, you like yeah, a strip club sure. enough to, to make a return visit to the club oh yeah mm-hmm. uh, mostly for the free drinks that's what I'm saying you cannot how can you try the chicken deal? wings uh, I never had the chicken wings but I'm told they are delicious okay the DJ said they were very tasty several times so oh yeah so there were people in the strip club uh, trying to film and the DJ oh, was calling people thing. out. Y'all gotta learn y'all strip club etiquette, man. No pictures, no overly touching the girls. If you're a lady, you get. A, if you're a woman, you get a little bit away with more of this stuff. But if you're a guy and you touch the girls inappropriate or you start filming, that's the quickest way you gonna get thrown out of the club. And if people are like, they they not even like. I guess it's just the world we live in nowadays that people just aren't ashamed to do stuff, or maybe they just so used to having a phone in their hand and taping like every part yeah. of their life, they don't really think about what's going on. This girl was openly like trying to take this girl swinging on the pole naked and the DJ kept saying you know like little hits don't take don't film and she's just right. ignoring them security flashing a flashlight in her face from across the room like stop taping stop taping and then he finally just started making jokes about like I don't go to what do you say I don't go to McDonald's stop filming you <laughs> and all types of weird stuff like that but yeah, yeah be mindful of the strip club etiquette um also, uh, another thing I got you with is I told her that unless you're tipping, you can't look at the girls. So oh, she was starting oh, staring so at the floor was, for a while. Yeah, that was part of it. I, he was like, "Don't make eye contact with anybody." So I was like, "Well, I'm gonna just stare at the at the TV and the bartender." I didn't know. I, I didn't know. And then you can't tell when he's joking. Like that's one thing I've never. I can't figure out with you. Okay, so yeah, I just can't figure Everything out. Everything I say is just serious. I'm just a serious person. But um, yeah, but that's another. You brought up a good point, like the filming and stuff. Like when you go to different events, I don't feel like people are there, like present. Like everybody just wants to document that they was no, there and yeah. not really getting the full experience. It's more about getting it on Snapchat or Instagram or whatever it may be. So real quick before we, uh, you know, I just want to ask. We also recently went to a burlesque show. 
The burlesque show compared to the strip club. Of course, it's the, the strippers are a little bit more different than a burlesque show. But compare those two. What do you what do you think is what do you think what do you think is better, the strip club or the burlesque show? There's some similar elements. Hard, cause okay, so the burlesque show they did like spoken word, and this woman read from an erotic novel that she wrote, um, and then there were dancers who got partially nude, I think, cause yeah, burlesque they, they don't take no, everything off. Well, they, they didn't show. I don't think they showed their nipples, and then they mm-hmm. didn't. You know, of course, they left their bottoms on. I mean, they were both entertaining. I, you know, I'm gonna say the burlesque show was more entertaining because. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I, honestly, I don't know. I could have did without that woman reading from her book of her book. Remember that? And like, she like lost the audience. She's reading from an erotic novel. And, oh yeah, people was turned on about that thing. I don't know. Well, I mean, it's not. I mean, it's not apples to apples. I mean, apples yeah, to apples really... exactly. But just they're both like a, a kind of erotic or risky kind of show. I forgot that we went to that. Um, the club there's is just more kind variety. Of more there's more variety at the burlesque show, and you you don't have to tip. You do have to pay for your drinks. Versus the strip club, open bar, you do. You probably should tip. Um, what was funner, the strip club or the burlesque show? I'm gonna say. What would you rather do again? I would rather go to the strip club again. The strip choice. club was free. Uh, <laughs> well, not only talking about the price of it all. I'm just saying, let's say it was show. both the same. Just the general enjoyment of it. Yeah, I, was, I would say the strip club because we were like sitting in seats. You know, you were kind of, you know, the stage was up there. And I felt like they kept recycling the same couple of people doing. But then remember the part where they brought out the woman, they brought up the woman from the stage and the guy started spanking her with a whip. Yeah, that was hot. Yeah. That, was, that was pretty hot. Yeah, I just deleted all those videos from my phone, Dang. which was now broken. Oh, yeah, that sucks. But they might be in the um, trash. But yeah, archives. so what would you, what's your favorite? Would you, well, you oh, always go club. to the strip club. Yeah, but I, So I mean, what did I you think about the burlesque the show? Um, it was cool. It was interesting. It was something that was unique and different. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, it wasn't great, just because I think they could do a little bit better job. This particular company could do a better job of just kind of tightening their show up, and just it was a lot of filler, I guess. Yeah, I would agree. But, that, with but that. they only had a limited number of uh, performers, and they were just trying to stretch it out. So I can understand that too. And that was my first. I've never been to a burlesque show before. Okay, yeah, I had been to one before that was a little bit different. What was um, it? How was it different? It didn't really have the. Um, all the jokes, like the comedian part. Oh, I forgot they had comedians the there. Girls. It was mainly just the girls doing. But then, like this one was like more erotic. The one I went to was like bizarre. Like one girl was like swinging um, um, donut, like donuts. She was eating donuts while she was up there, like doing her little shrimp teas. And one girl had like a bunch of um, sausages. You know, you have you have like a the link sausage, yeah, like links, but like long ones, big like, ones, they like nunchucks. Oh my she was like gosh. swinging those around. I think one girl was like covered in balloons, so it was a little bit different than when we went to. Was the one thing we went to was like a little bit more of an erotic one as opposed to this one that I went to was more like I guess the traditional burlesque where it was like mm-hmm. more of a variety show, but yeah. they did have women in like pasties and kind of doing a little dance. Mm-hmm. And then one was also uh, a black show, which was when we went to, and the one I went to the first time was like um, majority white show. Well, I guess it was all. White. I was gonna ask you that. I, that could have been part of the difference. That was part of it. But then you know what? On the advertisement for the show, they said that they would have body painting. I didn't see any body painting there. Uh, the show was kind of bootleg, but it, it was still a good show. I liked it. Thank you for the thank you. Thank you for taking me. Yes. Well, it was a pleasure. I appreciate that. Yes, we are platonic life partners, indeed. Indeed.
So um, I think you ready? I think that about wraps up the first wow. go around. Yeah, it was quick, right? It, it was. It quick. goes by fast, but you know we don't want to give people too much. We just want to you know test it out and see what we're gonna do with this. Uh, you know the goal is to try to keep it doing as long as we feel like doing it. But like yeah. I said, we're not getting paid for, so who cares? If we want to stop tomorrow, we should stop tomorrow. Right. Um, do you want to give the people anything before we leave? You want to shout out your uh, Instagram or something? Maybe somebody sliding in DMs. <laughs> um, I can marry you off to somebody. Um, you trying to marry me off now? No, no, no. Um, uh, no. But if you do date her or slide in the DMs, we are a package deal. Um, <laughs> that is correct. We're probably going to live in the same house as we get older. That's I'm going to live in the basement uh, while she is upstairs with her man and her kids. Well, you about to buy the house first. So right, I, I might be living with you. But no, that's one thing that we have said that you always say, and, and I think that's, you know, maybe a different topic for another time, but the whole, if I'm in a relationship, can I have male friends? And we know that we're platonic. So I definitely, yeah, you know, I mean, we think that it's okay. Yeah, it's a tough situation, a, uh, but it is a package deal. It is I a package deal. Other close female friends because they, you know, got a man, you know, I'm happy for them, but. I feel like at our point in our lives, we're not in junior high or high school or, you know, we're early adults. We're we adults. can handle being friends with somebody from the other sex without it being a big deal. And if your partner is that insecure that they can't deal with something like that, then maybe that's not the best person for you. But I'm just, you know, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. So. Any closing words, thoughts? I don't. I, this was fun. I was nervous. Did you enjoy it? I enjoyed Pops it. Pops and Cherry. First time on a podcast. Pops and Cherry. First time I think it's called Cracking the Mic for the first time. Cracking the Mic. <laughs> um, yeah, this was fun. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I didn't think we would have a lot to talk about. But I think anytime, like, me and you just get to talking, we can just, it's just, like, easy to talk to one another. So oh, that's just what it feels like. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. All right, so uh, for the POP podcast, this is your boy Carlos D. And this is Christy. All right. Signing off. See ya.